Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Crit Seekers. I'm Mason, your world weaver for the story, and with me as always is... I'm Danny, I play Nyx. I'm Russell, I play Seven. I'm Randall, and I play Teo. I'm Kat, and I play Nimue. Very nice. So, in the last little bits of our sessions, the party had ventured back into the Iron Slope mountain range outside of Dead, the coastal city of Dead Cairn in order to rescue their party member Nimue, who had been taken captive, hostage, taken something by a um, someone from their past, a bandit by the name of Vale, who had belonged to a group of people who had robbed the party and stolen their goods before being um, slain by them in their recovering of said stolen goods. Vale had sought revenge on Tail, an unfortunate rhyming names there, <laughs> um, for carving goblin language runes into his chest um, in order to punish him for what he had done to the party. The, the group went in there, they confronted Vale, who in the opening of the confrontation between him and Tail was um, held in place by Tail's magic and hands tied before the uh, spiked or spine devils that he had under his employ attacked the rest of the party. A short combat ensued and the party ended up um, subduing Vale, eliminating the devils and having a bit of a parlay with the Rakshasa, Rakir, who had been hired by Vale to help stage this whole setup. Um, after doing so, the party decided it was better to take Vale's life so that he could not come after them again and did so burying his body within the uh, fort that they had once called home and heading back to the city of Dead Cairn. Um, you guys had a little bit of um, an evening there, some drinks with um, your companion Alar before staying um, in the Surly Slumber, a tavern that you had once frequented in your first travels to Dead Cairn and that is where we pick up our story today as you all awake within the surly slumber. Um, as your eyes kind of open up and you take in the room around you, it's it's one of those familiar sights where it's almost nostalgic, where you kind of remember the last time you were here and it almost feels homey if any of you could call anything home at this point in time. Um, but the morning is yours. So, Talented Seven, what would you like to do with your day? Um, so we plan to go to Idris's like first thing in the morning, yeah. correct? Are we mm -hmm. meeting up with Ela there or is he meeting us here? Ela said he was coming, right? He did say he was coming to the meeting. Um, you didn't really establish where you were meeting, but you do recall that his house is at the base of the steps that lead up to the Halls of Realization, or um, yeah, and thusly the um, stone staircase that leads up to Idris's uh, roost. Well, we can just go over there. His house is usually locked, but you know, I'm sure he welcome us if we wake him up. Yeah, he will. We're good friends. I mean, maybe I'll just let him know that we're on our, our way. I okay. think that's probably smart. Probably. Oh, I'm going to select my spells for the day. Um, I'll use Sending Stone. Okay. My Sending Stone to let him know that we're on. We're coming. All right. He just responds that he'll, he'll begin getting ready for the day and for the meeting. He's got to put his makeup on. Yep. Aww. He's already beautiful. He doesn't need it. 
I guess we'll go then. Okay. Is there okay. anything else we need to do here? Um, I don't believe so. Okay. So you make your way down from your rooms into the uh, tavern area of the Surly Slumber, and there you can see Brilda setting out plates on a table that appears to be the normal breakfast that she used to prepare for you all when you had stayed here at the Surly Slumber before. There's like a variety of meats and roasted potatoes and fruits and a plate of raw meat for tail. I think I know which one is mine. She remembered. Oh, they're so sweet, Drilda. <laughs> she notices you all. Oh, you're all awake. Well, um, I've prepared you some breakfast like I used to do. It's um, it's been quite a while. It was it was a pleasure to do. Um, please please sit. Um, it's on me. Don't oh, worry. Thank you. Oh, so Drilda, did you sleep on our offer? Well, yes. I I I think I, I'll I'll be happy to um, to leave this place to whoever wants it next, and I'll um. I'll take up managing your, your tavern. That sounds oh, that, that, that sounds hell, wonderful. Yeah. The Testy Trisha Tavern. <laughs> testy Trisha. D D D So it is the T four. Oh God. Okay. T four tavern. Very well. Well, I'll um I'll start compiling a list of people I think would be good to f- to fit in as um staff for the place. Yes, that that sounds wonderful. Maybe one on the kobolds will be great, Sarvar. Uh, she gives kind of a a hesitant, squinted look. Says, "I'll just trust your judgment. Um, I don't know much about them. They are a little scary, but they can um, be quite smart and cute. They're I'll take your word cute, for it. Like me, I try not to judge. I think in the end, Broda, it is." Your choice, as oh, you yeah. will be managing, I don't and know we will be mostly gone. Well, if you have anyone in particular, I'd be happy to interview them. Does Alar want to work in tavern? <laughs> <laughs> Probably you know, not. I know. We don't I really know a lot of people try. here. Do we? Probably not, but we could always ask. Okay, I'll ask him. Yes, definitely then. ask. Okay. I think you should definitely do that. Okay, I wait. Don't worry. I keep my promises. So you all consume your lovely breakfast that has been prepared for you. And Brilda begins to clear the plates and um, the rest of your day is yours as you head out of the surly slumber towards the lavender district. Um, walking out the doors, that like salty tinged coastal air hits your senses. It's that, again, that kind of familiar nostalgia as you haven't really been near the coast in quite some time. And um, that the day is, it's sunny. It's like a, you know, it's hitting the end of summer still, getting close to fall. So on the coast, it's, it's like a, a good, like, 70s, mid like mid to, to low 70s at the moment. A lovely day as you step out onto the streets. and I wish it was like that around here. Yep. <laughs> um, you begin to make your way through the normally crowded streets of Dead Cairn and reach the, the gates of the Lavender District, where upon seeing your seeker pins, you are allowed in by the keeper guard that are stationed there and make your way onto the finely cobbled streets that are aligned in that circular pattern around the mansion-like houses. Um, Alars being towards the back of this circle um, to the stairs that head up to the Halls of Realization, uh, you reach his house. Do you go knock? Do you wait? I mean, he's not standing outside. I knock. Okay, so you knock on the door. There's Alar. He opens up the door and says, 
Oh, you're all here. Um, well, um, are you ready for the meeting? Yeah, I have a quick question for you. Of course. <laughs> so we are opening up a tavern, and Brilda is looking for people to hire. You know, I know you say that your job's stressful and all that thing, so if you want to work in our tavern, it'll be a lot of fun all the I, time. Uh, I appreciate the offer. Um, I, I think I'm a little bit more... Um, tuned for action and not that kind of work but thank you for the offer I'll, I'll oh, keep yeah. it in mind for Nix sure this is just putting her hand over her mouth to try and stifle <laughs> her laughter <laughs> he gives you like a pointed glance before just nodding to tail thank you for the consideration oh, yeah, I, I do appreciate concerned it about you oh no need for concern I'll, I'll be fine everyone complains about their job every now and again okay um shall we and he yeah kind of motions and shuts the door behind him and he's dressed in his uh now nor uh like switched from the traveling clothes that you had just um recently seen him in and is back to his like fancy uh ornamental keeper armor but still has his two uh swords on the back of his like in scabbards on the back of on his back and he steps out behind you all as you begin to walk up the the stairs to the halls of realization and the stairway, as you get towards the top, the stairway cut into the stone that had normally been hidden by an illusion the last time you were here is no longer hidden. The, the stairs are completely open and seem to have been um, carved out a little bit more. There's an actual fine stone staircase that goes up towards this um, castle-like structure that you had seen the last time. Um, I think it was just Nyx and Seven actually who had seen this. So Tail and Nimue, as you walk through the Lavender District and get here, you can see that like basically a keep is being built on top of where Idris's roost had been. Um, and you start heading towards this structure. And you get to the place in the wall where there was the large dragon-sized carving into this little like open cavern and no longer it is it is a, a full wall there are guards stationed outside who give they stand at attention as you approach and then alar gives them a nod and they nod back and, and open up the doors and as you step in that once open stone cavern is now this fine crafted castle interior the uh, cut stone windows that sat at the back that looked out over the ocean um are still there but it's it looks more like like a throne room and there is this large obsidian throne that sits just looking out onto these windows and seated on that throne is a familiar figure you see um idris who the last time you had seen them was dressed in like simple cloth clothing no longer they are um dressed in these like practical silk robes of white and bronze and this lordly sword of glimmering silver with like a glimmering silver pommel rests on their hip. And you can see the long black hair um, drape over the shoulders with this fine elven braiding throughout and their ambiguous fey-like features are covered um, or cover their, their face. And you approach and um, Idris gives a nod to the guards that had led you in. And they step away and they kind of lean back in their chair and just says, well, it is welcoming to see you all here again. Um, what news do you bring me since the last we met? How do they look, first of all? You can still see that the um, there are still f like very obvious hints of black veins where the poison that had inflicted them the last time you had seen them 
is still working in some effect. Uh, it's a lot lighter. They're not like super pale and sickly looking anymore, but still they don't look healthy, but not sickly. Um, and you can see just the faint traces of those black veins on the skin that is showing um, outside of these robes. Well, hello. Um, it is so good to see you again. Uh, the feeling is mutual. I've heard that um, you've been doing some really great things around here in Ledcan. Well, I figured it was time for me to step back up to uh, take on the leadership role that I had once been put in place for. This city needs guidance, and it's about time that I offer it. Well, I'm sure that your guidance is very good. Now, let's hope so. With my now limited capabilities, hopefully you have some news that might put that at ease. Oh. Well, so I, I might have something that I can try. It's not a guaranteed fix or anything. I have no idea if it will work or not, honestly, but I think it's worth a try, if you don't mind. If you're looking to use some sort of magical means, I I must stop you before expending any of your own supplies. We have had many of the mages and the clerical figures in the city attempt such things and to no avail. It has made me feel better than I did, but the poison still remains. Oh, okay. Well, other lead that we had was with our friend Dawit, and he yes. is currently in the Feywild looking for that medicinal plant. So we are keeping contact with him, and if he finds anything interesting, he will contact us, and we can tell you about that. So we are closer that way, I guess. Unfortunately, we are still looking. We haven't quite found anything yet. Mm, it is, as I had assumed, this affliction that has been given to me, I could imagine, would not have an easy fix, or the pair that had orchestrated this would not have done so. By pair, do you mean just the Rat King or anyone in specific? I do have some news for you all as well. I have learned some information about those that had wished this harm on me. Is it someone with green eyes and yellow eyes? The very same. Oh, okay. I thought so. It's always them. Before I share what I have, too, with you all, I must say that the last time you were here, I was a bit hesitant to share that I did already possess some of this information. However, having just met you all, it was difficult to trust. Even with your relationship to Alar here, it was, well, I had to do some research of my own first. And now that I know some things that, and more about who you are, I must say that you do have my trust at the moment as you are a long way from home my fair gnome it seems you've been through much in life before your path brought you here and i have met a few from your home but never one with such wisdom for being so young and a woman of status at that it is a pleasure and well met lady darkgrove i have heard many things of merit about your family and your people are descendants of the once mighty Dakani Empire. It is with great honor and humility that I welcome you into my home again. 
And you, my avian friend, I must admit, it has been a struggle gathering any information on what tribe or home you hail from. You can see Idris gives you this kind of curious squint and pass over with their eyes. Says now, I, as I said, have some information on those who had wished to inflict this poison on me. It seems that you have um, had dealings with or, or followed this pair that had made their way into my city and had somehow convinced this rat king to enact their bidding upon me. The poison did not come from this lowly beggar, but from an enemy of mine that is far older and it is a bit troubling. Did have, you, have you learned any information on this pair? That's up to you guys to reveal. I'm not gonna say shit. <laughs> they just staring at. Just they well, like, just like watch the awkward <laughs> looks back and forth and say, "That trust I had placed in you all is being in question here. It seems you know more than you are willing to share." I just look pointedly. It's just that. I'm pretty sure the people... Okay, no, I know. At least the gnomish woman now is... She's my daughter. And the other one... Well, I don't... I don't know him. I am aware of what the other one is. And he gives Seven a very pointed glance. What, what do you mean is? What, what is he? I would have to say that as trust goes, there is some that comes from me to you as well, and I do not feel that is my information to share. Well, the problem is if Sevon says anything about his past, he has weird curse on him that cause him to die if he dies. He gets an aneurysm. He- he talked to us before about some things that happened in his previous life or whatever. He's like brother, sister, weird, complicated family. Then he proceeded to Are you to sure go, that this ah, is like your information to be sharing, Tail? Well, I was just telling him that's why we, he can't share because he get hurt. I, I do appreciate your willingness to share. This is information that I find curious as... I do. My sources have given me the information that you have some relation to these folks, but your actions here have given me reason to believe that you do not agree as you are here and you are helping them and thusly helping me. I had no idea of this affliction that was given to you. Is this all true, my friend? Yes, they are my family. The one who was traveling with um, Nix's daughter is my brother. Number four. (laughs) (laughs) If, If this is to be believed and you are seemingly unable to speak more on these matters, I have something that I could try 
if you are willing. Oh, great. I don't have to do it now. <laughs> what is it that you might think you would attempt? Though my form has been limited, I do still possess some arcane capabilities that I once did. I would need assistance from one, and if you, Lady Darkgrove, are willing to do so with me, I would be happy to supply any materials necessary. We would need more than just simple magics, if this is to be believed, and this enemy that I possess is in relation to this. Our combined divine and arcane magics may yield some progress. Uh, um, what were you thinking? I, My abilities are still somewhat limited. Can I help? If you possess the ability, ability to enact some type of restoration magic on one's mental capacities, then... Sort of heal physical stuff. That's it. And I'm not sure how well I can do that either. I think in, in this, your skills might not be as useful. Okay, I will save it for next time. But if you are open to this, I do and would like some more information on your family as I believed this enemy of mine to have been long gone. Maybe not dead, but not in the power that she once held. Hmm. Do you well, want I must setting? say I was not expecting to come across a solution as such as this. However, if it will help my affliction, I guess I am willing to try. I might be able to do something with this mental blockage that you hold now. I'm not sure what more I could do or how successful it would be. So know that there may be risks, but I've been alive long enough to trust my abilities and they could be helpful. I had already thought about doing this as soon as I got access to the spell anyway, so... One casting might not be able to do the deed. I have the capability of using a bit stronger restoration magics, but combined with your divine capabilities, it could work. It's up to you, Seven. Hmm. Well, you know, I might as well try. Very well. Um, Idris holds up a hand to one of the guards in the room who comes up and he lean, they lean over and speaks to this, this man um, for a moment and the man nods and steps away and says, I have sent one of mine to gather the supplies necessary. In the meantime, I do have more information to share with you all. Um, I've had f my um, faceless members, the scouts, out seeking for any information that they can. I've sent them out across Feldspire as my information networks have dwindled in the days that I have stayed within the shadows, and I don't like being in the dark. In their searching, um, at the request of Alar here, 
I've had them look for one tiefling woman that has caused you all some grief, I have heard. It seems that these scouts have uncovered that she had had dealings with a coven of crones that now occupy Storin's Keep deep within the Kalit Morass swamplands to the east after she left from Whitehorn. If she's still there, we... Can't write that. Are... I know, I was like, that's so much information. <laughs> if she's still there, we are unsure. I would imagine not, as my scouts would most likely have uncovered that information, though it could be a lead in finding her, if that is what you seek to do. Now... Sorry, quick before you... I'm mm -hmm. sorry, but can you... What was that place called? I want to make it's sure I have that. It's called Storin's Keep. S-T-O-R-Y-N. Oh, I was close. But two and it is within the Kalit Morass. So C-A-L-L-E-T-M-O-R-A-S-S Swamplands to the east. Which, if you have your map Morass. handy, is, is pretty... It's still within the Altaian Confederation to the east of Dead Cairn. Okay. It's... And then Probably was... you would have to cross. It's on another little inlet. There's a sea that lies between sea? it. Yeah. Okay. So, and then what was the the people the co the coven? What was it? It's just some it's a crones. coven of crones, witches. Okay. I just put witch bitches. Yeah. Is this the same, revival same. of the everything evil hunters? <laughs> <laughs> they never died. They never left us. <laughs> okay. Now. After the attack on my city, I had also had eyes out for this ship you had reported to us, the Queen Mar, and recently we have gotten word that the Queen Mar is docked at port in Port Greymount. No efforts have been made to confront this ship, as we know nothing more than it is commanded by one Captain Scarlet. Have I ever heard of this, Captain? Uh, make a history check. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, ooh, I have a plus three to history. Uh, 19. A 19? Um, you have definitely heard the name before, whispered from sailors who had come into port in Pharsalus. Um, Captain Scarlet is a very well-known pirate lord that generally um, does her work in the Tulset Enclave, and not often is she seen here as it's a lot, you know, they're more water-based pirating. It's not necessarily on land. And so while she may make port in some of the cities, she's never come through Pharsalus, probably knowing better. Um, you do know Port Greymount to be kind of a... Uh, seedy. Yeah, seedy city. A massive seedy city, larger than Dead Cairn. Um, so... It would be easy for one such as this to be lost within. Um, do you happen to know, like, anybody on her crew or anything like that? Or is I it only of Captain Scarlet that you know nothing of? else. I know of Captain Scarlet to be of one to take crew wherever she can, whether they be captured from other ships, so the crew could change quite regularly. I know nothing more than the name. Okay. I'm still awaiting more information from my agents in Port Greymount, though their information has stopped coming in, and it is worrisome. I'd be happy to send more of a detachment there to learn 
what has become of them, unless you all plan on making your way to this city, then I would put that deed on you. Well, we don't really have much in the way of plans for right now, so this is a lot of stuff. We'll... Well, think it over and let me know before you make leave from the city. Um, lastly, when you had left Dead Cairn last, there was an artifact that was brought in your possession and instructed to be delivered to the Blackhold Keep in Whitehorn, and I am under the impression from the Prime Arcanist there that this has not been done. Is there a reason for this? I... I actually, um, Alar steps forward and says, um, well, um, they had contacted me, um, involving this matter, and, and given everything that had happened in Whitehorn, were under the impression that maybe it was safer kept in their possession. And I agreed with this. I am sorry if that was the wrong move, but it was a call I made at the time based on the information that we had. Idris gives a nod, says, I don't disagree with this call. However, I would, now that things have settled, if you make your way past there again, would like it interned within the Blackhold Keep for study, as we do not know anything more of this artifact other than what it did to the Temple of the Maiden here. Wait, did we take the artifact, or I thought we took... It was like the the orb. Yeah, it's also an artifact. Oh, okay, different artifact. It's part of a greater artifact that you would learn learn that from From... um, Vlad. Right. And Varuna told me some shit about it, too, didn't she? Oh, yeah, I think we might be heading over there, right? We need to talk to the blacksmith that's in Whitehorn, anyway. Love green, yeah. Well... Very well. Then I expect it to be interned there, and I will await the confirmation of this. Um, that, so far, is the information that my scouts have come across. What? So, I just... Did you have any information on the whereabouts of the two that attacked you? Unfortunately, the lead on them has disappeared just as easily as they did. And we have no information on where they might have gone. I'm hoping that with the agreement of your companion here in healing this mental block that they possess, that maybe some more information might be gleamed on that matter. Okay. Do you think it would help if I also cast, like, remove curse and then greater restoration? Like if I did both? It might be worth a try. I'm not certain if even what we are doing now will come of anything, but... I just feel like the more the better. Does that seem... It is worth a shot. If you are willing to expend this energy, then I can't deny that it would be worth. Oh, I didn't prepare a move curse today. (laughs) Well, then it seems that maybe that is... (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) ...of a moot point. Okay. Um... Um... Yes? I just have one more question, and I understand if you don't want to answer it, but you said you've been enemies with the woman that orchestrated the attack against you for some time. Who, Who is she? I do not know a name. I know that she's been around longer than I. 
and she caused much trouble during the divine conflict. And I believed that during that conflict, her power had been removed or dwindled by the deities that still walked the plains. I did not expect to hear from her again. So I had assumed, and assumed wrongly. The divine conflict. That was a long fucking time ago, wasn't it? It was about 550 years ago. That was when it ended. It occurred a lot longer than that ago. Oh, yeah, I'm writing stuff down, too. Oh, wow. <laughs> New information. Holy crap. Never, this Never knew about that. Don't know who this lady is. <laughs> I think D&D Beyond has a typo because Greater Restoration is a diamond dust worth a thousand gold pieces, that isn't it? That is definitely a... That's a... Because it a says a hundred gold pieces in here. No, Greater Restoration's a hundred gold pieces. Oh, it is? Yeah. It's the 1,000 gold pieces was for, um, I had to get a thing for scrying. Okay. That makes a lot Different more sense. Thing. I was thinking. I was like, why would one cast no greater restoration uh, well, I cost swear more that than you like had a... said that before. And so in my head, I've been like, that seems wrong. And then I pulled this up and was like, this says 100. So maybe I maybe there's a typo. Okay. That yeah, makes a lot more sense. Yeah, last episode, I bought 300 gold pieces worth of diamond yeah, dust yeah. so I could cast it three that times. That makes a lot more sense. So I've been doing it right. I don't know well, where you've been at. <laughs> no, no. We haven't, we haven't even <laughs> cast it yet. So uh, that's why I haven't even looked. I'm just joking around. Um, in the middle of this conversation, the guard comes back and brings a small velvet sack to Idris and hands it up. Idris takes it from his hand and um, says, well, the materials are present. Seven, would you be ready? Yes, I am ready. Very well. Please come forward and Lady Darkgrove. Um, okay, I'll pull out a hundred gold pieces worth of diamond dust. No, please. I'm happy to cover this cost so that I may gleam information as well. It is not all charity. And all right. Idris opens the pouch and pours a pile of the gold dust into your hand. Diamond dust. And, or the diamond dust, sorry. And then a larger, almost like four times the size pile into their hands. Wow. And um, says, I'm ready when you are. I'm ready. Very well. So he positions you on the other side of seven and gives you a nod. And you both begin kind of like smearing the diamond dust into your hands while weaving them and reciting the vocal component to greater restoration. And as you do this and you're smearing the diamond dust, it almost seems to like hang in place and then starts to spin in almost like a spiral galaxy sort of fashion before trailing out in the swirling of your hands and starting to circle around Seven. And it starts to dance around him while you finish this recitation before like settling onto his person and then disappearing over his visage. And there's a moment of pause for seven a floodgate opens in your mind almost as if like something has punched through a wall as memories begin to flood back in your siblings your time before your current form who you are 
what you are begins to flood back into your consciousness. You had known these things before, but not to the extent that these thoughts come back to you now. And it's, it's painful. You can see a trickle of blood start to drip down Seven's beak from the small like nose slits on the top. And he sways a little bit. And Idris reaches out a hand and grabs his shoulder and steadies him. And then it fades. And you know all the things that you had forgotten. And you recover the minus from your dexterity <laughs> and nice. your constitution. Nice. God. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, one quick question. Mm -hmm. With those memories coming back, yeah. do I remember the dude? You do. The dude? Uh, the dude? Who, <laughs> who, the, who the fuck, fuck is, is the dude? dude? <laughs> uh, the you, dude. you're like... It's hard because there's so many memories that like, yes, you remember them, but grasping each of them and you're sure that some of them are gonna just come back as time goes. But the second this floodgate breaks open, your mind immediately thinks of that memory and it comes back into your head when you remember the night that you were turned into this form and the memories of that flood back in, your brother standing over you holding you as mother spoke with some sort of masked figure. Um, you remember the, the figure now as this memory had left you. You don't know anything about them, but you do clearly in your mind's eye, you can picture this mask that they wore and you, you do recall this entire memory. What does the mask look like? Um... I forgot to write that down because I wasn't—I didn't realize that was the first memory you're going to ask me no, about. So I'll have to get back to you okay, on that fine. just that's to fine. not ruin the flow. But um, I will give you that information for sure. For sure. Well, how do you feel? Are you okay? <laughs> do you need any healing? I—I'm fine. I'm fine. I don't think I need any healing, though. It was quite a lot to. Taken all at once. Is he still a Kanku? Yes. Okay. So what happened? Oh, thank God. <laughs> sounded so disappointed. <laughs> Is he still a Kanku? <laughs> be cooler to do the character well, art. Uh... Do you feel safe talking about your memories? I. Well, I don't actually know if I will feel sick talking about it until I try it now, won't I? However. I do tend to recall a little bit more than previously did. Oh, like what? Let's see here. Idris. Yes. How? So you say you don't know your enemies. However, you must have encountered them at some point, correct? I don't know a name, though I do know what she was when she was created. Hmm. I did not know that there were others. Your siblings, this family that you've mentioned, these were not a thing when I had last known of her. This is a new development to me, though I do know what she was. Interesting. What does the, I'm bag. sorry to so bag. interrupt, but what does that mean? What do you mean it what is, she was? It is not my place to share more than you are 
okay with. However, I am happy to elaborate if you wish not to. Well, in all honesty, Idris, I, as much as I think I know it, I don't think I actually know my mother's real name, nor her origin. I know how she came to be who she is now, but don't get me wrong, as much as I am her, I don't know everything. You are her? Hmm. What does that and then I, mean? Um, that <clears throat> before I can, is troubling. Before I kind of answer, I just kind of like, I'm waiting for like... Pain? Yeah. It doesn't come. Oh boy. Hmm. Well, it seems I don't experience anything saying that, so I guess it might be safe to say. She is my mother, but I didn't—I was not birthed from her. She is not my mother in that sense. I... I was created in her image. To say the least. I am merely an extension of her. Are you going to turn evil? Mm, No. (laughs) Not per se. But Mother isn't inherently evil. She just chooses to do evil things. But why? Why would you choose evil when you can not be evil? (laughs) If I may. By all means, then. This individual was once mortal, as all of you, but when the divine first came to this plane, they sought to change many things and created many more. When the race of man was created, they possessed many qualities of the divine that were troublesome and worried that their creations could rise up against them. And one was chosen to embody certain afflictions to men that then spread to the other races. These sins, these afflictions were placed into this one mortal in order to raise her not to divinity, That was never the intention, but to a sort of in-between in order to keep the race in check and the races of the worlds that were then created in check with these different things. And I'd assume by what you say about being part of her that this is no longer just taken on her shoulders. It has been given in pieces to you and your siblings How many of them were there, did you say? I was the last. The seventh. Mm. This is troublesome. Yes. However, I'm not sure if I am the last anymore. As you see, the little gnome girl that was traveling with my brother happened to... How should I put this lightly? 
possess what was supposed to be my power. So, if that power happens to reside in me still, then technically, technically, there can be more than seven of us. What power was supposed to be yours? Do you still possess this piece that she has given you? Possess it. I am it. My very existence is her affliction. Are you sure? Mm. For the most part. I mean, don't get me wrong. I am still a physical being. If she ceases to exist, it doesn't mean I cease to exist, I think. At least not physically. But my life is tied to hers. My power is hers. I would have to imagine if it is as easy for her to give this power that it is just as easy for her to take it. I believe it. I I most likely believe it is. I mean, she did. She was the one who orchestrated this. And... That was going to be my next question. I found it odd that she would give no offense to the avian races, but these afflictions were originally created for man, and it made questions arise as to why one of of your status would be granted this affliction. Are you saying that you were not always this Wait, isn't one of your siblings a bear too? Mm. It's all back to you now. Yes, one of my siblings is technically a bear. <laughs> One's at the mansion. <laughs> and one is, yes, also technically a separate dimension. As, as I said, my mother created us. Oh, so, so, uh, I'm really confused. So you said that you were created in her image. Does that mean... Like, were you, like, did you exist before that? Like, were you born from somebody else? And she yes. adopted... Really? Yes, I was. Oh, who are your original parents? What is your original ah, form? That I do not know. Mother took most of us when we were much too young to remember. So, like, how old are you? What was, like, your original, like, form? We are all human. Each and every single one of my siblings. Then why can your brother do like that shape-changing thing? And then why is one of them a bear? And why are you a kanku? And why is the one who took your place a gnome? And how did a human get a fucking dimension inside of them? Sounds like a whole bunch of quests. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like more questions have arisen from this one answer. It seems so. Given what has been, what has transpired with her attack on my person, I would like to send out tendrils to try and learn some of this information. As if you're telling me now that a gnomish woman has somehow adopted some of these abilities, all of this information is very troublesome. A sibling that is a dimension 
a bear. This is all news to me, and I seek to find answers, as I'm sure all of you do. I have most of these answers that you probably have the questions to, but if we sit here, it will take us quite some time as being the youngest, even though I am the youngest. I am over 200 years old. We would be here for quite some time. I I believe that, and that is a conversation for another day. For now, I am left with much to ponder. Also, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, Why was Phaedra adopted into the family then, if she's not a human? If the rest of you all were humans Wait. and she's a gnome? If it's Baron, dimension, are they half human? Was was uh, your daughter's father a human? No. Oh, okay. There goes that theory. Just think about that. <laughs> I don't know. It could be half bear, half human, half dimension, half human. Though I am actually very confused as to why she chose your daughter. Especially because I'm still alive. Do you think, I mean, do we know if Callista has anything to do with Mother or with any of this? Like, do we have any knowledge of something that connects those two? Because right now I can't think of how no. they are connected. I if I've never met Callista. was you. And Betra. My and scouts you. have not turned up any information that would connect this tiefling with this group well, as of yet. She's working, Callista's working for something. For someone. She's not working alone. We've established that, haven't we? Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. She's. I know for a fact she's not working alone. But I don't know... What her motivation well, then who is it that she's working for? I don't know. Do What do I remember? You know that one day I came out of the mines mm-hmm. and I witnessed her talking with somebody? Do, do I remember any details of that person? Um, the person was hooded and you couldn't quite see anything more of them. Well, yeah, not their face, but any other distinguishable features, just like, I mean, the clothes they were wearing, or it was just a cloak, or what? Yeah, the, nothing was distinguishable Distinguishable about the clothing. Um, they were humanoid. They were of, like, normal humanoid height, not gnomish or, or shorter races. Other than that, there wasn't much. Were they because wearing you, a mask? They're not positive on that you just it was dark when you'd come out and so it was like you um you had you had overheard some of the conversation and it was like you witnessed them you overheard like a, a brief bit of conversation before you were noticed so there wasn't a ton of time to like notice any of these did you see details. the color of their skin no they seemed to be very intentionally covering hiding who they were okay so okay this is a lot um so how did you become a kenku Mm. i guess this is very important for you to hear out of anything in my story this is probably what pertains to you all of us the most i was turned into a kenku because out of the seven siblings I went against my mother's wishes. By doing what? 
by wanting everything she wanted for myself. <laughs> Does and that so, still hold true? Is that? Oh, yes, of course. Why would I not want what she wants? Not necessarily meaning I'm going to strive for that. But wouldn't you also want total power and extreme domination to do anything you wanted and I don't know about it? all that. I don't know. No? Uh, you yeah. don't seek that? That sounds kind of cool. Even just a little bit. Um, I like the To power. simply think of something and then create it within your grasp. You don't ever think or dream of that? Oh. It's getting dark. <laughs> What were you going to do with that power? Oh, it wasn't mine. That's what Mother wanted. We were simply creations to help her reach her goal. And I did not want to be just an assistant. I wanted it for myself. And so while all, all my other siblings were willing to fall in line, I was not. And so my punishment for it all, they all surrounded me and use their powers to turn me into a Kenku and deprave me of my very existence. So here I am. And with that, a curse, which as you all saw, all the way back the first time we were at good old Barty's tower, this curse, which made me ill, which made me sick, which kept me on the verge of death. It prevented me from saying anything because mother did not want any information spoken out against her because I know things. I am an extension Why didn't they just kill you? Well, of course, why would they? I am one of their siblings. I have power or had power. And if they can just take it away and give it to somebody else, why wouldn't they just kill you and give it to somebody else? It's not so easy being one of us. As I said, I'm over 200 years old. We've been doing this for centuries. Yeah, that's long for a human. So how does your mother plan on getting all of this power? Hmm. Well, there are multiple steps to it, but I'm not quite sure how she will actually reach her end goal. At the moment, our goal, at least our goals as siblings, was to spread around chaos and to turn those who fell into chaos into those very beings that you saw. So all of your siblings can do that? Every single one of us can do that. Including you. Including myself. Which you all witnessed yeah, within the collection vault with the mummy lord as you were all on the brink of defeat. Oh yeah. Seven oh, reached out with a long dormant power and turned this mummy lord into one of these creatures. That's how he got his stat minus. <laughs> you also felt when that happened, if you recall, a reserve that was within you lessen. Yeah. And not replenish. I am. So is that like the only power he gave you siblings or can you do more? No, we were we were all unique. Huh. Take let's take for example um my two sisters, the ones who are traveling with 
our old friends. Yes, those two. So mother found those two when they were just babies. They have zero recollection of their human lives. They, they were transformed the second they met my mother's eyes. One eyes were red, one eyes are black. My sister with red eyes, she's unique. She, she can simply speak words and you'll find yourself in a trance you've never ever felt before. Doing any of her wishes, any of her commands, and without seeming anything, all were just but a word. But unlike her twin sister, the one of black eyes, she does not hold so much elegance as her twin speaking words into getting men into lust for her. No, 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 no. She likes to tear them apart and torture them. She likes bloodlust. She likes to tear them to pieces and feel the violence under her fingers. Yet they're twins. And they shared the same parents and we shared the same mother. But mother decided what they did, what they needed to do and what their powers were needed for most. Take my brother, the one that we've the one that we've come across. He is the scout. He can shapeshift, as you might have all figured that out. If not, well then that's news for you. Yes, to the very minute detail, to the very voice, to your very fingerprints, to that scar you might have gotten last week, if he knows about it, he can change into it. So if he doesn't know about it, it's not perfect copy? Technically, yes. But there is very little he doesn't know. He could be the scroll running around the forest looking at you while you're camping. He can be anything. You have a question there. Well, I was just thinking because I, I'm willing to bet we will run into them again. Oh, I very much believe so. Do you think he'll try to impersonate one of us? Wait, is... Didn't somebody impersonate DeWitt in Galstead? <gasps> that was that bard lady, and we are that told Martin. Was that... I don't know if that was the same person or not. Well, we I knew don't... it was the bard lady, but... No, yeah, what if it was Seven's team. brother the whole time? What, they didn't they say that they captured that lady? I could they did. call them and ask. Merton did ever... say that they had yeah. captured yep. and imprisoned that but person. Well, I we guess should... we never followed up to see if they stayed in prison. We should follow. You did not. You should follow that up. Okay, I'm going to send also a message ask to him, Martin. Ask him if he's married. <laughs> well, yes, just because he may shapeshift, he doesn't necessarily know things. He knows your things, but he doesn't gain your memories. Well, I'm not worried about that. I'm just saying maybe to protect each other from him, maybe we give ourselves a little scar somewhere that he doesn't know about or so we, we can just verify. Just ask a Tell each other some... Cold word? Could I? Oh, Cold yeah, word. right, Secret right, right. Word. Okay. okay. 
Should Though, we do that in front of these guys? Though? Wait, didn't just in we case they get to make a secret ward or secret phase. Would seem to me that I am no longer the only one not operating in the shadows, and I have much to ponder, as it seems you all do. Oh, he's telling us to get the fuck out of his house. Not necessarily, <laughs> but <laughs> I will contact you all if I have any thoughts. Or questions, and please feel free to do the same. Oh, I can contact you anytime, any place. Understandable, but I'm, I'm assuming we will be talking sometime soon in the future. Of course, and if you remember anything pertinent to my investigation, please do not withhold it. It will be found one way or the other. Understandably so. And do remember that with great power comes great responsibility. So oh and your path does not have to be the same as hers. Oh, I know that very much so. Oh, Idris, I guess before we go, I have a question for you. Very well. So you say that you knew that I came from the Dakani Empire. Um, yes. So you did research on me. Um, do you know anything about like this tattoo that my teacher put on me and I'm gonna take off my armor then show him the black wing on my back they step off of the throne to get closer and inspect not only the tattoos but also the mark on your back the blackened skin curious I know not why you would have these tattoos is there well uh, so if you know about the Ghani Empire you know that like you know we believe that some of us are like made from dragons and things like that my teacher put this tattoo on my back and she told me that to like gain more uh, power from dragons and stuff we have to slay dragons and on her back she had like a completed dragon so I don't know if she actually did slay the dragon or if she just lied to me. But then other weird things happened that make me think it's sort of true. Back in Mid Midgrass, we were in this vault thingy and I came across like this dragon skull and I touched it. And I got these weird visions and flashes that I don't understand. Some of the information you have been taught is true, and some convoluted, it would seem, by this teacher of yours. Oh. Your people and my kind were once great allies. There was a time where we operated in coexistence. There were members <laughs> Sorry. of your race, your empire, that were heralded as equals to my people. Oh. They... There was... Once a sect of riders that would be selected to accompany my kin in patrolling the world, the different lands, and bring peace and order. And there was a great war that split my kin when the divine conflict happened, there were those of the 
chromatic persuasion that sought darker and more nefarious deeds, and those of my metallic kind, took on some of the champions of your empire, and it was the results of this conflict that caused the rest of my people to seemingly disappear from this plane. Oh. We sought no longer to meddle in the deeds of the mortals on the plane, on the lands, especially after the fall of your empire. Oh, okay. That's interesting. It would seem to me that you possess some sort of connection, some sort of bloodline to these ancient members of your tribe. I know not much more, but I am happy to look into this for you, for what you've done for me, and because of my piqued curiosity. Oh, thank you. Well, that connection's probably just with my family bloodline. Because, you know, we were told that, or at least my family bloodline is, like, considered... So with that metallic thing, we did split our tribe into metallic sections, I guess. And I was part of the platinum bloodline. Or, I guess my father was copper, but my mother was platinum. But they were always like, oh, the platinum goblins are only ones who can like inherit throne or whatever. And they had like power over whatever. And I don't know too much about it. I was not aware that any of your remnants of your empire had survived. And I am happy to hear it. I will gladly look into this for you as I would like to know myself what has transpired over the years. Thank you. That would help a lot, because I've been always wondering about it. Very well. Now, do any of you possess any more questions for me? Because if not, as I said, I have much to ponder. I just have a a favor to ask, if I may. They nod. Um, I, I know that... What my daughter did to you was terrible, and I'm not excusing it. I think she's been led down a dark path. I, you know, I don't even know what for, but I, I just ask that if, if you do come in contact with her, please spare her life. Until I just, I just don't think that this, this is her. I just, I think she's been misguided. From what I know of this mother that is not hard to believe and I will do what I can to ensure that she is if encountered taken as peacefully as possible though I cannot make promises I understand but I will do what I can thank you I just have a slight question um, before we leave Uh, you said that you looked into Pharsalus I know of Pharsalus yes well, do you know if my father and my siblings are okay? There is troubling news coming out of your city. Some group has made their way there. And, well, 
I'm not sure more of details, because my scouts did not make it very far. The only information I gleamed is of where you were from, and I know of the history of your city. But this group, calling themselves the Salvation, has taken root in Farsalis, and the city itself has been effectively shut down to outside influence. I'm sorry, but I cannot tell you if your family is okay. We need to go there. Don't worry, anyway. We will make sure that everything is okay with your family. We will try to get there as soon as we can. And you know, we I was part of... I mean, both of us were part of that them and it's up to the both of us to I guess settle what happened your sisters are traveling for them aren't they Idris dons a worried look and looks to both of you this is news to me it's not them all we heard about was that there was two females traveling with them and they seem to match a description. Sorry. I... I don't know where their positions are. I just, based off the descriptions, I can only... I only assumed it was them. However, I... I have no idea where any of my siblings are, save for maybe... maybe one. But that's because he never leaves Mother's side. I know nothing of this group. There was no word of them before my scouts had learned this information. And as I said, this is all new to me. I have kept very withheld. And that is a mistake that I am now learning that I am paying for and will continue to do so. But I will continue to keep my eyes and ears out and learn what I can and inform you all Thank you, Yadis. I know we have a lot of things going on. But I have to go home. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That definitely family definitely priority. Why don't we go back to the surly slumber? And figure out how we're going to get there. Well, we can, like, take teleportation thing to, like, Whitehorn, then teleport to, like, Mikras with two parties, but we need to come back so Cloud can teleport us there. Well, I, I'm just saying that... I mean, we, we'll get there. Yeah. Is, is there anything else? We should know. Nothing of merit at the moment. Okay, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. I'm sorry to have spread troubling news, but it seems we are headed to troubling times, which is very much the reason that I have chosen to take up the mantle that I have now. And I can assure you that with my limited capabilities, I will do what I can to maintain order on this continent. But my reach is small at the moment. But with your help, 
Maybe that can change. Um, I had a sister and a brother who were traveling away from Pharsalus. They were sailing. Um, if you hear about them at all, the names are Olin and Owena. If you hear of them, please contact me. I will stay vigilant. Thank you. Well, I think, you know, I think all that has needed to be said has been said. So thank you so much for information. But uh, we should probably make our plans so we can go to Farsolas. Very well. And the gratitude goes both ways. Okay. You are dismissed. Thank you. Okay. We'll leave. And see them kind of lean back, ponder some look. Like a, a Jarl from Skyrim? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very Need something. Much so. Need something? <laughs> Off you go then. <laughs> <laughs> That's. I guess we'll leave. So you are led back through this chamber to the doors that led you here into Idris's new keep and begin to descend the stairs and um, Alar kind of sidles up next to you, Nyx, and just says, um, well, that was more than I expected to occur in there. Are you okay? Are they going to be okay? If there's anything I can do. I, we, we can't. I think we'll be okay. It's, I mean, it's just a lot. Um, I mean, I don't know what you can do. I know you have your place here. But I'll... If, if any of you need anything, I, I will drop what I have here in a, in a second. I'm happy to assist where I can, and I apologize for my outburst yesterday evening. I, I wouldn't call that an outburst. Yeah. I was taken off guard, and... Are, are we away from everybody else while he's talking about Kind of hanging back, yeah. Okay. I, I was worried and confused, and I'm sorry. You don't have to be sorry. I just, I mean, it doesn't hurt to inquire about it. You are right. And it would be better if we could find a way to get rid of it because I just, I I don't like the thought of you not having free will over your life. He kind of stops and puts a hand on your shoulder and just says, Namira, There is no one more that I would trust to be by my side for this. Thank you. I'll just nod. He nods as well and moves to catch up with the group. So, before he goes. You stop him. Um, You know, I just have a question about the day that you made that oath. Mm Mm-hmm. Who did 
who did you make it to? Or who, who orchestrated it? You know as well as I do who did. Okay, I just wanted to clarify. We'll figure it out. I, I have some Nothing ideas. has come of it so far. Yeah. For all we know, it could be null and void. Yeah. Can have hope. I don't know. Do you want to test it right now? I'm not sure that's a good idea. I don't. Don't worry. I'm not going to do anything terrible. Maybe not at the moment, given everything we just learned. Yeah, you're right. I'll think on this. Okay. It will be fine. Okay. He turns and moves to catch up with everybody and just catches up with the group and says, Um, so, um, I know that that was a lot of heavy information, and I'm happy to do what I can to help clear, well, to do anything that I can to help, whatever it may be. But... There is nothing that we can do at this very moment. And when it comes time, I know that you all will succeed in doing what needs to be done. But for now, if I recall, we do have a feast and celebration to prepare for. I know that many will be lost in the thoughts of things that were just learned, but it does do well for one's mind to let go for a moment. And also, I'm not sure what this celebration entails. And I'm yeah. curious about what I'm supposed to wear to a kobold feast. Oh, you can just wear whatever, especially if it's shiny. They like shiny things. Well, then I believe I'm dressed the part. Or, yeah, shiny things or things um, related to dragons. Also, you had inquired when we got here about work to make some money. Um, I did come across a job that you can look into if you are interested for some pay. There is um, a couple of new arrivals to the city, and by new I mean they've been here for a month or so since you all had... Um, been here last, but they have gone about setting up a shop in the bazaar, and I had heard we're looking to hire a group to gather some sort of ingredients and to test something. Um, if this is of interest to you, please, um, from what I know, the shop is, is called A Few Burnt Hairs. What's the, what's the pay? You would have to ask them, I'm not positive, but it, I know that you were asking, and the timing may not be well, but... Well, if it's just that thing, just as long as it doesn't take too long, because there are things we have to do, at, like, tomorrow. I need... So, a, yeah. I need it 700 may, gold pieces. It may be worth an inquiry. For what? I need to get a scrying oil. I don't have that much gold. Is everything okay over there? Yeah, let's... How about we go... Well, yeah, let's... It doesn't hurt to ask. We might as well ask while we're here. Yeah. 
because yeah, I don't have much gold anymore. But neither do I. I spent it all on diamonds. Do we have to walk through the bazaar to get back to the surly slumber? Um, you don't have to, but you could take a path through there and have like a little bit of a deviation. I mean, yeah, if it's our job, we should do it as soon as we can. Wait, wait, wait. So. You're saying we need 700 gold? I need 700 gold. Is that the only reason why we would have to take this detour to do this job? Yes. I don't have I help. need a scrying orb so I can look at things from far away. Okay, oh, very well, fine. Don't worry. I have 700 gold. (laughs) But mark my words, I'm keeping track. But there, it's in the bag. Well, you know, I did front all of the money for all the diamonds to save all of you guys. It's in the bag. By all means, just take it. (laughs) So there's that. Man, it seemed like you just didn't unlock memories and like drama. <laughs> if you want the gold, just He's take it. It's in so the much bag. More personality now. <laughs> uh, okay, well, are you sure? It, it's, it's, it's up your, to you all. I, from what I know, this this job involves field work. It's possible that it could be completed while you are out and about doing your other deeds. Um, I have to get a few things done before this feast um let me know when you all are ready to head there and I will meet you at the surly slumber and accompany you yeah feast isn't until tonight I think Mm -hmm. think. yeah Yeah. you make it to the bottom of the stairs and Idris or I mean Alar just gives you all a nod and and heads off in the opposite direction around the, the circle as no, you guys shit. make your way. I was going to send Madison a message. Um, okay, I'm going to cast Sending and send Merton a message. And I'll say... Um, Hi, it's Nimway. Um, you remember the shapeshifter who posed as DeWitt? Whatever happened to them? Also, how are things with you? So there's... I have how Married? Married? You have three words left. <laughs> Ask him if he's married. You married? You married, bro? <laughs> are you married? <laughs> <laughs> you married, bro, is a better use of those three words. <laughs> yeah, but nobody would never say that, there's... okay? I'm in character. There's a moment that passes, and the first <laughs> thing you hear is a chuckle. He says... <laughs> Um, that doesn't count as a word. <laughs> You're so curious about my love life. Things have been odd. You said that last time. The shapeshifter is my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> a lot has happened. I'm sorry, I can't I don't think be it's your specific. What? Visit soon. Martin and your brother are banging. Wait, was I able to hear that? No. No, right? It's only Eat your mic, bro. It's in her head. Okay. Um. Uh. Okay. Um. <laughs> so. 
hoping that would happen when you went to Gelstead. <laughs> oh well. So the shapeshifter is not your brother. And I know this because it's his girlfriend. <laughs> oh, I really hope it's my brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really eliminate the possibility. It would just thicken the plot, you know. Do we know if people like like changelings who ex- sorry who exist that like can change shape like that? Mm. I was gonna have you make a history check, but I f- I believe you did when you had met her. Um, I mean, you've heard stories of them. They're very rare and not often encountered. Okay. So he's not married then? No, but it seems that he is in a relationship. He said that his love life is odd, which is what he said last time I contacted him as well. Hmm, Weird. Maybe he was in a relationship with her back then as well. Probably. Oh, I, so I wonder what form the shapeshifter takes when they are dating. Maybe yeah, a question for another time of... when we meet them in person. Probably another Martin. He did to come by soon. Martin and Martin hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I like that. Like what would you guys <laughs> like to do? I'm gonna go get that scrying orb. Yeah, okay. Maybe it would. Well, I can't do it today. I already cast that. It might make you feel better. Maybe tomorrow, you can scry on somebody in Farsalis. Maybe that would help. It would, and it also means I I can have the opportunity to look upon people for you guys as well. I, can I mean look. that, but who cares about that right now? We should just make sure that your family is safe. I mean, yeah. I know you... Is there anybody there you could just quick send a message to? To just get a some well, kind of update? I assume that my family probably knows I'm alive if... Are you... Would it make you feel better to contact it your father? It wouldn't make me feel better at all. The less that they knew, I was dead and buried at the bottom of the lake. I'm just saying right now... You probably have a lot of questions and it might be able to answer some. You, I mean, you don't have to. I'm not trying to tell you you should do that. I just, you know, if there's a way t- for you to have some peace of mind in this moment, then you should take it. Okay. You can think on it. I'm going to think upon it. I'm going to go to the Soul Stop and get that scrying orb that I saw before. Okay. What are the rest of you doing? Did we still want to go by the shop, see if what they are offering is in line with what we are doing? But if it takes too much time, then no. I mean, yeah, we should go by. Are... Could we have done this all together? Drop by the soul stop and then get that and then go get the... I mean, you could cut through the bazaar on your way to the source district. Okay. I can just go myself. I'll be quick. Okay. Be safe. Okay. So, you split up, Nimue heading to the source district to pick up the scrying orb. The rest of you make your way to the bazaar. Um, when you... Alar kind of gives you directions, we'll say, to where this was. Um, and... Oops. When you... 
approach when you first see the shop it it looks like this kind of dark and and dimly lit shop from the outside as you can see there's there's like a lack of windows um and outside in this front stable roams this large white stag with these massive antlers and it's armored with like this fancy elvish leather saddle and this head guard that has this gold trimmings around it. Um, and as you approach it, just it's kind of grazing, looks up in your direction before going back down. Wait, didn't we hear about white stags from DeWitt's? I'm not fucking there. Nope. <laughs> you heard about a, a great white stag. No, wait. There was something about white stags in his vision. No, yeah. that was campaign one. Was it? Yep. No, no. Yeah, it was campaign no, one. 100% campaign one. There's nothing about white stags in this campaign. So Yet. far. Yet. Until the second. <laughs> um, so you um, open the door, and inside you can see that the shop is L-shaped when you, entered, when you enter, and you can't immediately see a counter, but you can see a table that is lined with scrolls of parchment and potions. Um, the inside of the building appears to be made of, of wooden planks with like a ceiling made of cobblestones. And as you walk around, like turning the corner of that entrance, you're, you're greeted by a counter. And above this counter is a mounted wyvern head on the wall and another door kind of behind the counter. And um, nearby this counter stacking boxes is a muscular human male kind of fair haired with um this growing beard that's not really fully developed and as he turns noticing you come in you can see this large scar running across his face and um it's it's a very prominent scar that runs like from head uh forehead across down to chin and as you walk in he gives a nod and just says oh um hello uh, welcome to a few burnt hairs. Hi. Um, I'm Peter. Um, I'll be with you shortly. Or, well, she might. And the door from the back of the counter opens up. And you can see um, a tiefling woman step through with this kind of tannish red skin. Very similar, like, terracotta look to Tails. Um, and as she turns, she's got these lavender-colored eyes and this fiery orange hair that kind of comes medium length down to her shoulders, and her horns curl alongside her face like that of a ram, very similar to Irfan's. And they're a range of like this like charcoal-colored bone, essentially, is what the color looks like, and are decorated with silver rings and etchings all across them. And she wears this dark leather clothing with like a flowing silk top and has this very brutal, massive-looking warhammer across her back. And as she steps through carrying a box, sees Peter looking over to you all and, and turns in your direction, just goes, Oh, hello. Um, welcome to A Few Burnt Hairs. Um, I am Nadia, and she bows. Says, um, I'm more than happy to assist you. Let me set this box down. And she goes over and hands it to Peter, who kind of gives her... a like a nod and gives you all kind of an awkward smile before going back to, to placing things on the shop and she walks back up to the counter and just dusts off her hand and says, so what can I help you all with? What brings you in today? Oh, so we heard that you are possibly hiring people for testing or other oh, collecting. Yes, you're here things. about that work. Of course. Um, well, uh, 
if if you are looking to pick up the work, we are looking to hire um, a group to hopefully procure us some ingredients for some future projects we have running. And also, if you are willing to accept as well, we have some products that we're looking to test in the field. So we're looking to have that done as well. Um, if this interests you, and as she's talking, you hear this like, and this uh, hamster runs out yeah. along the counter and uh, she kind of gives a chuckle and just, as it's kind of got like this grayish fur um, running on its back with like a white underside and it's it's missing a right paw, you can see. And, and as it skitters off on the counter, she says, oh, <laughs> Don't mind him, that's just Virus. And she pulls out a handful of uh, sunflower seeds from her pockets and, and puts it onto the counters as the hamster kind of runs up and starts picking them up and like nibbling on these sunflower seeds. Says, um, sorry, uh, the job we were discussing. Um, I'd be happy to, for the, um, the uh, work on, um, if you're willing to test some of our products, I'm willing to pay 500 gold up front and 500 gold on completion of the notes of the field test. Um, after that, if, if you're looking to test more items, we're very open to it, but I'm willing to give you the first one to test on the house just to see how you all do. And if it's successful, you'll have to purchase the items, which will be taken out of the funds, um, but we'll st we're still willing to pay based on those. Um, and also, we are looking for ingredients, as I said, so um, I'm happy to give you that list if you are interested. Yeah. What's that list? Well, um, right now, and she pulls up a ledger from behind the counter and sets it down and says, ah, future projects. So, for the moment, we are looking for um, venom sacks from the Vesturian Viper that typically dwell within swamplands. Those run at 500 gold per venom sack that you can recover for us. Um, we are also looking for ghost tendrils. They are a fungus that is typically found in the Underdark amongst corpses. Um, they have been known to reanimate them at times, so if you are looking for these, just be careful. And if you are able to procure them, avoid sunlight as they will shrivel and dry out and be useless to me. But if you are able to recover them, um, we'll offer 50 gold per fungus that you recover. Now, this one is a big one that I'm looking for, a uh, blood root. This is found in the Underdark or sometimes in Swamplands as well. Um, they'll be about a thousand gold per root if you can find them. Very, very much high demand right now. So I, if you can, be very grateful. Um, we're also looking for uh, Marshmaw. It's kind of a veiny tendril plant that's located in Swamplands, another 50 gold per plant that you can recover. There are uh, the Rose of Forgetfulness. Um, it can be identified with multicolored pe petals and they're very rare, but you can often find them in mountains that border large forests. And I'm happy to offer 250 gold per rose that you can recover. And lastly, we are looking for some Spellbane. Um, this grows in shadowed areas of mountain lands or high plains, and the leaves are filled with these vibrant blue uh, veins, and it produces blue flowers at night that will crumble at the slightest touch. But if you can harvest these plants, willing to offer 100 gold per plant on those as well. So that is the list of ingredients we are currently looking for. Um, do either of these jobs interest you? We're I mean, very excited to continue our work. We will 
look for all of those. We travel all over. An eye out. Um, well, perfect. Um, would you be willing and interested in testing some of our products for us? Absolutely. <sighs> Wondrous. Um, we have this new thing that we are trying. You see, we, we'd, we'd seen potion bottles and what they can do for people and, and thought, why have something that's a one-time use when you could have something that has multiple uses to it? So we've been working on enchanting these candles. Um, this one that I've just produced, that I'm very excited to try out, um, would grant the user fire breath if you light it and are in possession of this candle for an allotted amount of time. Um, that's the one I would like tested. If that interests you, then, then by all means, I'm happy to offer it up. I can already do that. Well, I think you're the only one then. I, I think I it looks cool. that to mine. I mean, I... That those notes would help greatly. Oh, yeah, I'm so great at taking notes. I do it all the time. What the fuck is that? <laughs> My notes. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll try that out. Perfect. And she... Right now? Or do you want well, us to no, no, go on the road? On the road. Uh, okay, okay. notes and testing it. Um, okay, I'll take it. Very well. She um, goes to one of the shelves and, and pulls off a candle and, and puts it down in front of you all. And um, I have the candle. I'll grab it in a second. Forgot to put it next to me. Um, but yeah, so you have that. And as as she's talking, um, the front door opens. You can hear it open. And then around that corner of the L shape, you can see um, this young preteen girl walk in with, with dirty blonde hair and kind of a slim build. And she's dressed in this large, this cloak, this green cloak with a large green hood over it. Um, and it has a staff over her back, and she walks in and kind of freezes when she sees you all, and just, oh, I didn't know we had visitors. Um, what your store? I'm gonna go in the the back. Wait, and wait, she wait, 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 awkwardly kind of goes to the back door, and opens it and steps through, and uh, Nadia just says, <laughs> "Sorry about her. She's um a bit shy around new people. Um, that's Nancy. Uh, Nancy. we." cherish her um but anyway um please uh I, we're, we're more than happy to to offer this work we've um just barely been establishing ourselves here in dead cairn and are very excited to for the future so oh. um well good for you yes um is there anything else we can help you with we do have different wares and things that you can uh procure if you're interested do you have cool potions we sell some potions here. What's um, your coolest potion? Well, I'm... Or candle or, or whatever. Well, so far we're working on more candles. So we'll have more in the works. Uh, okay. Hopefully next time we see you. Um, but potion-wise, I mean, we have your typical healing potions, um, things of that nature. Nothing too fancy at the moment. We haven't been here quite long enough to really okay, dabble in anything crazy. Oh, that's why you need all these cool ingredients. Exactly. Right, right, right. But we do sell many other things that you can see glancing around. I mean, there's there's books and scrolls. There's there's armors and weapons. Um, yeah, it's it like a it's like a general. It's like an all-in-one store essentially. Well, I'm too broke to buy anything. You know what I could use? Do you have some ball bearings and some rope? 
we wouldn't be the proper shop if we didn't. I'm happy to uh, get some of that for you. She grabs it and puts it down on the counter. Anything else you're looking for? Just that for right now. How much are those things? I don't have my notebook with my prices. Okay, we'll I'm pretty do it sure ball bearings are just like a cup of silver. Yeah, it's not expensive at all. You're fine. Okay. Anything else we can interest you in while you're here? I think that's no. all for now. I think that's well, all. perfect. I'm I'm excited for the future endeavors and and please be safe. Um, I can't. Uh, sorry, I forgot to read. Um, the what I'm supposed to. I cannot guarantee your safety in testing out this equipment. However, um, man, no one cares about that bullshit. Just, just be safe. <laughs> Use it properly. Um, just know that we haven't really had a chance to test this. It's kind of hard to test fire breath in the middle of a city. Um, I can do it right now. Uh, please don't. Oh. Uh, um, well, if that's everything... Um, Thank you for coming in. We're, we're happy to have met you. And Peter, putting stuff on the shelf, kind of looks over at you all and gives you like an awkward smile and a nod and just says, ah, thanks is, for coming in. Is Peter behind the You're counter? Back, no. no, he's like over on the shelves putting things up. Can I? Nope. Nope. <laughs> just, you know, you, when you have those moments, you're like, that's just don't. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so you guys do anything else in there or okay so you all take your leave and um begin to head back to the surly slumber to prepare for the evening and await nimue um nimue uh you head into the source district and head straight for the soul stop and um the uh asimar proprietor is very happy and grateful to sell you one of these orbs that has been sitting dusty in this back display case for God's know how long. Um, but you are able to purchase this orb and head back. You making... can just mark off 695 gold. <laughs> so you make your way back I... to the Surly Slumber as well. To... Um, while I'm walking back from the Soul Stop, mm -hmm. and I'm not there yet at the Surly Slumber, I'm going to send a message okay. to my littlest sister, Silwyn. Okay. Silwyn, it's Nimue. I'm sorry about everything. Is everyone all right? Are you okay? You can respond. Please don't tell father I contacted you. Be safe, little one. A few moments pass and you hear a response. You hear the voice say, Nimway? can't be you. You're all right. I don't understand. We're all right. Things are different. There are people here and they're in our home. Everyone's okay though. I, 
I'm so happy to hear that you're okay. Please come home. And that's it. Okay, I'll head back to the silly slumber. So with a bit of resolve, knowing that at least somebody in Pharsalus is okay, your posture straightens up a bit as you head back to the surly slumber with thoughts of what to do next. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Crit Seekers. If you've enjoyed what you've heard so far, please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser. If you didn't know, on Podchaser, you can leave reviews for single episodes. So if there is one in particular that you really liked, get on there and leave us a review on it so that we know what it was. Check out our Instagram and Twitter handles at CritSeekers if you want to see more from the gang. New episodes of Crit Seekers air Mondays at 6 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. We hope everyone has a wonderful week and we can't wait to come back at your ear holes next week. Goodbye. <laughs>